Okay. So uh, last night, right after the shear, we were talking about uh, glass with the Enabinyema. So somebody asked me a very interesting question. He used to work in catering years ago, and he seems to think that he remembers, that's a few fakers, that when they had to do a job in a hotel and they came in and kashered everything, which is a very difficult thing, much easier when you have a caterer with their own stuff in their own place. But once in a while, they have larger events, they go to hotels, so they have to resort to sometimes some coolers and whatever. It's, everything's kosher, but the Abbott, that was Abbott, the Abbott. Uh, that's a different shmooz. Anyway, so he remembers that they were kashering in a frenzy and uh, working on the utensils and everything. He thinks he remembered they didn't bother kashering the glasses. So he wanted to know if that's true. And how can that be? So I said, look, I, I, it might vary from caterer to caterer, kashers agency to kashers agency, but as I mentioned last night, glasses run the gambit between don't need kashering because the bleeds don't get in, or the exact polar opposite, they're like klicheris and the bleeds get in and you can't get them out. Which means you can't even kasher them out. We paskin somewhere in the middle of the we don't kasher glass, we assume we have a cheap item, we assume that the bleeds get in and you can't get them out, we just throw them out. And if it's expensive, if it's a hefzid, then we will kasher glass, or if it's a suffix, or it's a, a splatter from a cliche, a different sniff from the huckles, each glass shayla is a different psaq, you gotta examine all the cases. So I said, it's not ridiculous, I don't know how prevalent. I, I told them I would check it out. I have a lot of friends in Kashrus, so um, made a couple of calls, some of the major organizations, and they said that uh, it's true that uh, they are makele on the glasses that are used for cold, not the glasses that are used for schnapps, because then you're going to have bleas or for hot. Coffee wants, yeah, the chara for the coffee is going to be klicheris anyways. I'm not going to... Um, but the glasses, if they, which is still a bit of a cool, you wouldn't do that in your house. In Europe, they did this all the time. They had one set of glasses, but they couldn't afford two sets of glasses. Make her a din. There's room to make all. In America, nobody does that. Everybody here has mochiks, fleshiks, and, you know, maybe when you were young, they did it also. What? They had one set. One glass. One glass, period. Back in the old country in Scranton, Pennsylvania. That's what I'm saying. So it's not, uh, I don't blame the caterers. Caterers have a lot in their plate, no pun intended. And they come in, they have to kosher. It's a mess anyway. They come in, you would like to think that the Hilton gives them like five days before the kosher. They're coming in right after a trade affair. Often uh, they have to kosher a benyem, which is already bidyev, and they have to peg him with soap and all sorts of stuff. So they're up against a lot, and I guess uh, a thousand glasses is, uh, is a lot to do, and therefore they make them. It's used cold, but you know, they're serving hot, and it can splatter off the thing, but okay, it's coming off a cliche, and a cliche, and uh, the sniff from local. Chances are you'll be okay. But the minute now in houses, we can buy Hashem afford, you could buy it uh, at uh, Amazing Savings, a whole new set of glasses. It's pretty cheap, and the minute is people have two sets of glasses because we don't need the headache. Um, but I guess the caterers uh, have a headache already, and that's why they're being makele. But uh, so I don't know if all caterers are doing this, but the ones that are going into hotels, if they have their own stuff, it won't be an issue. And buy two sets, and you're good to go. Most of the caterers, the high-ended ones, are doing fleshics only, and the bris ones are doing bris. And so often one caterer won't have milk, it's and fleshics. What? Right, exactly, exactly right. And, and the higher-ended ones, the class is only using stemware. So. Well, you're doing the dishes with hot. And I don't know what the deal is with the hotels, but I assume after a catered chasna with 700 people, they're doing the dishes and not giving it back to the hotel to do the dishes unless they are. And now you have boiling hot water 
and you're washing it together with everything else, it's hot, so then you got to come on to the soap. It's not... No, but I'm saying, but afterwards, you're washing it hot with other dishes that are kosher. So if it all belongs, a lot of times it's a mix. If it all belongs to the hotel, you cash it and combine the luck, or whatever happens after the domain. But I have a feeling that sometimes it's a mix. Sometimes they bring some of it their own, some of it they don't, depend on many people. There's a lot of different scenarios. So again, it's not ridiculous, but it's, um, the many give because they can afford it. It's Lachmed, I have two sets of uh, glasses. That's a certain Fashkanazim, Sfaradim Okay, that was the uh, PS from the after sheer uh, question. Uh, let's go back to the Ramah. <clears throat> let's go back again to uh, the last three words on page Kuf Memches. We'll read it quickly. Uh, Kuf Memches, the last four words. We read this last night, but I'll read it again just so we get our bearings. Cholov. Uh, Remember, the Chiddush here is, you would think, well, it's only a suffix, maybe they didn't make the Gzair, it Aser Kalim, Kamash Malan, it Aser Kalim, and it Aser Kalim, Achishim, and Aser, or the food, Achishim. And uh, if you use these Kalim and Hatch, it's Bashal Baham, top of page Kufnum, Kishar Yisra, Afa Pishan, Rak Safik, Shem, Irba, Dabatame, Vachain, Gvina, same, same thing for Gvina, which is Siv which we didn't get to yet, a separate Gzair by Gvina. But Lamaisa, we asked for the Kalim. Last night we discussed the contrast in this, and by Bishalakam, why it's Machalikis, and why here it's Pashat that it's Usr. Avaloi Chema, butter, which is Sif Gimel. Remember, Kuf Tezvav. We have a, a big Bechina at the end of the year, which I have not done yet for the last nine years, but I'm thinking of it. Uh, this simon has Allah Bez Gimel, Allah is Chalav, Bez is Gvina, Gimel is going to be butter. And all three are built in each other. You have to know all the information from Allah to Bez and Bez to Gimel. As you know, I try to weave it in Chazer, so we'll, um, we'll give you the information. But right now, what you've got to know is this is by Gvina. You don't have to know why yet. We'll get to it in Siv Beis. Chema, you have to know there's some who have a minute to Aser, some are Mekel. We'll explain why in Siv Gimel. Even those communities that Aser butter of an Akum, that it's not Maker Adin, and they didn't Aser to the extent to Aser Kalim, at least not, you don't need Shishim. And uh, it won't ask the kalim, and if it get, gets mixed up with something else, you don't require shishim. This is tricky. It sounds like if it gets mixed up, everything's mutter, hakol shari, right? That's, that's the word say. Um, everybody's quick to point out. It's hakol shari like pas. Remember by pas akam. What do you need to move for pas akam? Roiv. And by bishul, is machlek is when you need roiv or shishim. So over here, the butter is not better than pas. He still has to get mixed up with something else that it's lost, at least in the roiv, but it won't aser to shishim. And again, the chilik is, pas is definitely both of a roiv, bishalakam is a machlekes, both of them, like the chilik we had last night, is because the etzem food is not aser, it's a because of intermarriage. Over here, what's really aser is treif mitrabonon, both gavina and chalov, and therefore it asers at shishim, Shishim is just a function of uh, nice and tam, but we don't give it to a guy to taste today, so we, have, we need shishim. And butter is just a chumrah, so we don't need shishim, we go back to roiv. And it does not so kalim. Okay, that was from last night. Let's go on to the next point of the Ramah. Very important point, which will segue into Siv Beis, Lagabi the Gavino. Bottom line of Hesh Kufnun Aleph. Cholov, Shalevi, Shenesra. Once the milk is milked, and it became also al Cholovakum, it doesn't become mutter again. Which means, even if you now have proof, like you made cheese with it, and chazer milk can't make cheese, 
That's the case he's going to give. So, not that he milked it all das to make cheese. That there's room to be makele. He milked it, uh, no das to have cheese. not milked it for his uh, coffee in the morning. And um, even though we have a pretty good proof if it's made into cheese, if we make it into cheese now, the cheese is usher, not because the gazera of the Gvina Zakum, let's say he had washed it and we were involved, it's because you took tray for milk and the main ingredient cheese is milk and it was usher, so where does the isser go? Can't change the form, the isser is not paka. And that's the point of this Ramah, that's an important point. You'll realize how important it is when you get the sieve base because we'll have certain coolers when it's milk for cheese because then he probably had das, why would he put in chazim milk? He knows it's being made into cheese and it doesn't work. Here, it's not milked. So that's the Amal says here. Neither of which work with non-kosher milk. So even if it's made, so lechari should be proof positive. It wasn't chazim milk. Next page. Ela nisheres biisura. It remains aser. Anything else to make with it, no matter what rayas you have, it's aser. Why is that? So take a look. Go back to the page before in Sifkat Nun Beis. About ten lines in the bottom. Pirish, these of the Gemara she is chilip and chalav tar latamil chalav tar aimed what salamish shemes gaben and meskarish niflas aberi only kosher milk can be made into cheese and into butter. Happens to be today with chemical engineering, we could do anything. Kemat, um, anything. We haven't figured out how to make human beings yet, and that's not going to happen, even though they're working on it. Uh, but they can make fake. Enzymes that mimic, we do this all the time. We do this in medicine, we do it in, in food engineering. So the camel milk industry, which I mentioned last week, which is not huge, but it's a niche market, uh, they're making, they're producing, and uh, supplying camel cheese. So that's, what do you mean camel cheese? We just finished saying that you can't make camel cheese out of tray from milk. The answer is you can't, but if you have the right science, then you could do it. But naturally... It doesn't work. Hashem put it into the Bria, then actually it doesn't work. I'm just saying that in case you see camel cheese in your local AMP, uh, you won't have any cautious on this uh, thing. They, um, they engineered it. So again, the Gemara says it doesn't work. Once it's Chalavakim, it remains Aser. Even though we have proof positive that there's obviously no chazam milk here, so what's the problem? This is interesting. There are two reasons why this is true. I'm not even sure why they bother giving the first reason, because you'll see he'll bring the second reason also. The Pashas is, is that the Gezeira de Rabbanon is that it's Aser, and once it's Aser, it can't become Mutter. So we'll get to that in a minute. But first he says that it's not even proof positive because you can have 98% chalav tahar and it made cheese and butter and 2% chaza milk and where did it go? So you make the cheese. The cheese, little holes in it, little crevices and there could be the little pockets of milk there. We're going to get to that at length in Siv Beis. So it's not really proof positive. There was no chaza milk in there because it could be it's still there and you just don't see it. And it's, it's there enough that it's not bottle but you can sort of maybe see it but not get it out. See, otherwise it would be bottle anyway. That's what he says here. When it didn't turn to cheese or butter. It's still in the little crevices, or in the butter. Today's butter is very smooth. It wasn't always like that. And you might be able to see it enough 
that see it, that's not bottle, and you can't get it out. So therefore, there's a good reason to still answer this because this is exactly why the answer is Chalavakam, is because there might be a small percentage of Chazimog and it might still be in there even though you made cheese with it. Still might be residue hanging around. That's waiting inside the holes. It's no proof because the Chal of Tame in small percentage could still be there. That's one reason. Continue. Meaning, we don't know the guy just milked his cow in the morning. Could be he wants it for his coffee. We have no indication he did it for cheese. That's what I mentioned before. We know that he supplies the local cheese company, or he said he's doing it for cheese, and it's he's telling us the truth. Normally, he doesn't have no manas. To make butter, then there's what to discuss. Why would he be dumb enough to add chazam milk? It's not going to work anyway. He's not gaining anything. But he doesn't gain anything. But is it still in the milk form? It's still chalavakum. So if you know that he wants Dafka to make butter, he always makes butter or cheese with this, then there's what to discuss once he makes the cheese. How lechatchila that is, we'll discuss later. Anything you make with this milk becomes aser. Now, next step. What's the problem thus far? Maybe he made cheese and there's 1% little... Uh, globules of, of, of milk hanging around in there, and it's not bottle. What happens if you take the cheese now, the butter, and you cook it out? It's a way to cook it out, make it smooth. There's nothing, there's for sure nothing there now. So now it's mamish proof positive. 99% of it was kosher milk, and whatever was in there is gone. So now the Ramah addresses that, still won't help. You get rid of any liquid. Oh, or it'll get lost in there and it'll be bottle. Either it'll evaporate or it'll be hiding now in the cheese and it's bottle. Now, I'm just wondering, once you have this reason, what do you need the first reason for? If you say that lumdus is once it's chalavakum, no matter what you make it into, the iser is not paka, so then that should take care of everything. Time of the milsum, Mishim Lechol, Shabal, the Ad Yisrael, Bechu Cholov. If it came the Ad Yisrael and its milk, and the milk is treif, Mitrabon, and Kenes, and Yad, Midin Cholovakum. Kim the Cholov iser is a Sula Paka, the Loplug Rabbanum, because they were saying, Lemesh, Lachashia, Gabin, and Cholov, Yavashan, and Yachas, and Sucha Cholov, Yisap, and Cholov, Misal Hetter. Hazal, not going to put in that you could take treif stuff and then make it the cheese, that's a Raya 99% is good, and then cook it to get rid of the other 1%. Not going to do that. If it comes to your hand, then it's treif, it's treif. So I, this is an overriding reason. I don't know why you need the first step, but they're both true. What? L'chari, this reason is the better reason. You don't need the, uh, you don't need the first step. But the first step is, is stronger, but, but that leaves you open that 1% chance of cooking out that liquid. And then the Ramah says, it's still lost. Zesh Kosov Ramah, top line. The next page. The Cholov Shneso and the Sheres B'Yisur, what's the Lama? Me'achah Shechalov, Yisra Sulo Poka. Yisra never leaves. Ramei Lekoma Shiasi Menagam Kien Osir. Ulam, however... Very important. The iser is chal when it gets to the yid in milk form. The az chalav iser chalavakam sulo pakav imla baliyada ad shikvar nasa menegvina. But if the guy milks it without Jewish supervision, 
and he makes it into cheese or butter. The guy, that we're going to discuss when we do Sif Beis shortly. Uh, there might be a chalib between cheese and butter. That's what I alluded to before. If the guy milked it and made it into cheese, so often that's a raya that he planned to make it into cheese. Not necessarily. Could be he wanted it for coffee and then decided to make cheese. But he knows what he put in there. And if he's making cheese, so then shouldn't that be a raya that it's, that it's okay? So you're saying not necessarily. What? Right. In other words, he's going to say, you're worried about the 2% in the holes there. Right? It's a good point. Like, well, why? What does he care? It was first milked. No. So the it was milked, but it was still in his ashurus, and the gzeira of chal of akam only applies when the Jew comes into the picture, which is a chiddush, I would have said. It comes into play when you milk the cow. But if you milked it in the shame cheese, that's not necessarily true. And that we're going to discuss in Siv base. That sounds a little complicated. We're going to get to it right now, but it's going to be later on in Siv base. So we're not going to, first you have to introduce the whole thing with Gavina. But hold that thought. Uh, an interesting concept that um, it's only when it, it's Bob B'Shus Yisrael that the Gezeira comes into play. And if it was changed to something else before it became a Shaila of us taking Chalov Akum, then it was no Isser on it, and therefore we don't have to worry about the Isser being Paka, which is an interesting uh, insight into the Takana. Why would they have made it that way? Chari should be from the point of milking. So what's going to help over here is what he had in mind, but Amit Shem will get to that in Sid Beis. Ramesha does away with the whole problem because he says once the government has, has rules, then it's Anan Sadi, whatever is moked in this country, has Jewish pikuach, even though the Jews are nowhere within 100 miles. The, the Anan Sadi makes it chavisol. He doesn't, Ramesha is not, again, not relying on the pre-chadash, that, that uh, the Jews, the, the non-Jews don't milk chazer and the milk of the camel milk is more expensive, that's the pre-chadash said. Ramesha does not go with that. Ramesha just holds the Anan Sadi is as good as Anan Sadi, Sadi's aid, this is as good as Jewish aid, and therefore, it's like it has pikuach Yisrael. That's his. That's the side of his hetter, and many disagree. And Ramesh himself. Uh, Ram- like it's also an honest side, you know. It's like the Yeah, but that. Mm, yeah, but that doesn't. That's the pichadish taina. But pichadish doesn't say it's an sadi. He says there's no gzeira in that case. Ramesh says no. It's a low plug. There is a gzeira, and you got to have edus. But this mirsus is like edus, which is a jump. Ramesh admits it's a jump. Ramesh has many chuvas, many chedushim, by the way. And sometimes I'll have a long tshuva and I'll end up, that's the din. And he won't say, Baal Nefesh Yachmir. As a matter of fact, it's very rare that he'll say Baal Nefesh Yachmir. So what's significant about this, Ramesha realized he was saying a chiddush and he keeps reminding you in each tshuva that is what to discuss, even though Maker Dini really holds its, its mutter. It's significant, Ramesha's position when it comes to cheese, because I'll say this now, but I have to explain it at length later, Ramesha has a tshuva, a matter of fact, it's one of my copies here, about cheese. Does cheese have to come from Chalv Yisrael or Chalv companies? what we call Stam Chalv good enough with, based on his heter? So Ramesha is going to say that even though I'm the one who said, even though it's mutter, Baal but his opinion is you don't have to be a machmer to make cheese out of Chalv Yisrael, which, by the way, is more expensive by definition. Because that's already a Baal Nefesh being machmer. We all know the guy's not going to milk the cow to make cheese with chazer milk. So, okay, but there's still what to be machmer about. We'll discuss what that is. But to put two chumas together, not even a Baal Nefesh is not necessary. And the minig is those that don't hold like Ramosha and the whole heter don't hold to that either. And they make cheese out of Chal of Yisrael. That's the difference between Ha'olam and versus Migdol and Millers. And in certain neighborhoods, you can't even find Migdols and Millers. They, they sell only Ha'olam. 
because the Chassidish Elimah doesn't go with Ramesh says Lachai Yisrael won't buy it. But but that that there Ramesh says he doesn't feel his room to for Baal Nevi Shemachmer. By the way, same thing I mentioned last night with Aser and Kalim. He says yeah, Baal Nevi Shemachmer. You don't have to worry about Kalim. So even if you're Want to be machmer? He says, you go to somebody's house who eats chalav stam. You don't have to worry about his kalim. Those, as I mentioned last night, who hold that they they disagree the whole heter are worried about kalim because they hold it's yisur That's the that's the difference. Which which is a strong word on the block of cheese that chemically can't be made from. Uh, so, so the problem or, or something which they can't find. Yeah, so that's that's a good shaila. So that's a good shaila and. There are two issues over here. That's why I was a little surprised. The overriding factor is when the milk was trafe already and it came the Adi Yisrael, now you want to make cheese with it, the milk's trafe already. So this is not going to be pukka. You can have a million rayas. Not going to be pukka. Even Ramesh would admit to that lumdus. If the guy did it having cheese in mind, that might be a different story. Yeah, the Ebbet. So the problem is, is that, well, that's why he said the problem is, is that 98% made it made the cheese and there might be some liquid floating around in the cheese and which are, which is not bottle. That's why they made the original gazera. Remember the whole gazera, they're not worried about 50% chazer milk. And therefore the Alan Saadi, now we have to, we're going to get the cheese now. We have to figure out why they make the gazera. And there are different sheetas in the Gemara and it's not clear 100% how we paskin. One of the sheetas, sheetas of Hanina, is that we're worried about, even though he made cheese, Worried about the gumus, these holes, and worried about the chalov, chazer, camel, in the gumus. So his, his hope shot and why they made the gzeir vina is because it's not proof positive on the milk. So even though we might not pass like that, but we might l'chashish for it, I'll explain when we get to it. Um, but So it's not, it's not so pushing that uh, butter today, a lot of black butter is very smooth. It happens to be the butter today they're adding in. Uh, milk, regular milk. So you have to be worried about Chalopstam with butter. In the olden days, when I remember Mr. Breakstone in the 1800s, he put straight butter. Nothing's the same today. Uh, they're putting in additives. It's strange. So, so the whole discussion we're going to have about butter and all these things, this problem about they're not adding milk, <laughs> which is just plain butter, and just plain cheese. Cheese not adding milk too, but uh, butter they're adding milk too. So then it's really, uh, O-U-D is not only because it's butter, it's because they're adding milk, and then you have to come on to the heter of the Chalopstam if you want to rely on that. Okay, let's introduce uh, the next sif. Uh, sif base is all about cheese. It's a separate zera, and again, you'll wonder what in a separate zera. We already asked the chalavakum, and it's made from chalavakum. So the answer is already you're beginning to understand. Well, it's obviously not chalavakum because it was made the cheese, as Shragi was asking, and we'll see why that's not pushing. But there's a completely according to one mandama, the mandama we really paskin like it has nothing to do with chalavakum. It's a completely different zera. I'll explain it outside, and then maybe we'll just quickly read the part of the Mechaber, and then continue next week. Uh, cheese is made with an enzyme rennet. Uh, it's made with the, uh, well, in America, the cheaper cheeses are made with artificial rennet, which they had already in the time of the Gemara. Interestingly enough, most of the artificial stuff today is new. This they figured out a long time ago. Uh, the Mechaber calls it asavim. Asavim is grasses, but uh, they're made out of some plant. They copied this enzyme. The enzyme in the good cheese, the high-end cheese, maybe the Swiss cheese, or uh, probably some American cheeses you can get um, here that have it, not many, they take uh, the enzyme, what the Gemara calls a keva, keva and or keva. A keva, when a young calf nurses, uh, and, they, and, you, and you take the um, milk, 
that it's no longer in the stomach milk, it's already a gooey mess because it started partially digesting and it has very heavy on this enzyme. And you take that and you put it in a vat of milk, it'll start changing it to cheese. That's how you make cheese. And uh, the cheese is formed and it's a whole process, but it starts with this enzyme. A very, little, very small amount, and that's key to this discussion, a very large amount of milk, and it will convert it. You can either take this gooey mess, which was milk, which started digesting with now the enzymes and the stuff going on in the stomach, or you could take the actual stomach, which they did, and cut it up, slice it into small little pieces, and take a little sliver and throw it into the vat. Uh, the keva is a reference in the Gemara to the gooey stuff in the keva, keva is the stomach, and the arkeva, or literally means skin, but it means the meat, the flesh, the actual keva, that's when they actually put the slice of the keva in. Now, Goyim, when they make cheese, take a keva. They're taking a keva from a trefa animal, from an avela. Not trefa, they shoot it, or whatever they do. And they take the stomach, and they top it up, and they put it in the vat. So here we have a big problem, is we have a keva of an avela inside the milk, trafing up the milk. And Chazal were more more than concerned because this was the rule, not the exception. It wasn't like rare. Why would a guy put it in a cave? This way they made cheese. And why would they get a kosher cave? They're not going to go to to, uh, to Satmar to get kosher meat to uh, get a kosher cave. So they're going to put in a novella. They're on from their backyard. And of course it's going to be a novella. And they put it in. And Chazal made the gazera on the cheese because it was humud. It was made. It was processed with the enzyme from this cut up stomach. Now, I know what you're all wondering. Anybody tell me what you're all wondering? Right. So why am I talking about a keva and a vela? How about if I take Agoda Satmer, it's not an advertisement thereof, I'll get a chesidish shita and I'll get a good stomach and I'll put a fleshika stomach in a vat of milk. That sounds very kosher. Why, why are we talking about an vela? What happened to Basel B'cholov? That's a very good question. We're not going to address it now, but just hold that thought. But they weren't worried about that. They were only worried about the keva of the vela. So they don't want you getting cheese from the guy because in the old days, most of the time they use stomachs. Once in a while, these artificial, even at the time of the Gemara, and as you imagine coming, it'll be a low plug. And they asked it even if using artificial rennet. Today, we have a lot of artificial rennet. It's still going to be awesome. And Mitzvah Shem will begin that next week.